in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. Your word says, Is my word not like fire, says the Lord of hosts, and like a hammer that breaks rocks to pieces. I decree, as your word goes forth, it goes forth like hammer and fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Every opposition against your word from finding fulfillment in our lives today we destroy them by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you daddy because you have answered our prayer. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Be thou exalted O Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty and wonderful name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. This season, uh, the theme for this season that we are is seasons of refreshing. The theme, the general theme that we, have been, that we are considering in this season is seasons of refreshing. And today we want to look at my help in times like this. My help in times like this. That is the topic of our message for today my help in times like this as the word of that uh, message is we shall find divine help in god in every situation in the mighty name of jesus now there are some situations that happen in the lives of men that we begin to look inwards and say is god still there for me is god still there for me we begin to wonder what is happening to me? We begin to look at it like this situation that is that has befallen the, the old world now, that people are dying in thousands. We begin to look at it and say, is God still there? We are calling upon him. I'm very sure there are many people that are dead that are born again. We that we are alive, we are just alive by the grace of God. And that grace, we should not take it for granted. Now, there are a series of events that, have, that has happened to people in the Bible, whereby they themselves begin to look at it and say, is God still there for me? But eventually, God showed up for them. As we call upon the name of God today, he will show up for us too in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In every situation that we may be passing through or having challenges, the Lord will show up for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, there are some instances that happened in the Bible whereby the people passed through some very straight time, very critical time. As time will permit us, let us look at some of these these examples in the Bible. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Second Kings chapter 6. Second Kings chapter 6. We will start reading from verse 24. 2 Kings chapter 6. We will start reading from verse 24 through to 28. 2 Kings chapter 6. We will start reading from verse 24 through to verse 28. I read from the Revised Standard Version. Verse 24. Afterward, Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, mustered his entire army and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria as they besieged it, until an ass head was sold for eighty shekels of silver, and the fourth part of a cup of a dove's dung for five shekels of silver. Now, as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall 
a woman cried out to him, saying, Help my Lord, O king. Verse 27. And he said, If the Lord will not help you, whence shall I help you from? When shall I help you? From the threshing floor or from the wine press? Now, in that passage that we read, Ben-Hadar, the king of Syria, he laid siege against Israel. And food became scarce. There was famine in the land. The land began to groan in desperate hunger under, under the, the siege that was on the land. To the point that if you read that passage down, that people were eating their children. They became cannibals. Now, one woman now shouted and cried unto the king, King, help me. Like we too, we are crying to the president today. President, help me. And the king said, where will the help come from? Even me, myself, I need help. That is how dangerous that time is. Perilous times. In times like this. My help in times like this. The king knew that he cannot. He cannot be of any help. The president cannot be of any help to anyone. In this kind of situation, look at the situation of the world. We have countries that are very strong in might, in war might. They have weapons of destruction that can destroy the whole world in a matter of minutes. But we are faced with a pandemic of a, of a very, very minute, unseen virus, which has brought the whole world to our knees. Even the presidents, even the presidents are crying. People are crying to the president, help us, save us. But the president himself is saying, what can I do? Where will the help come from? Except the help come from the Lord. Any situation that you are looking up to God for, for help, or that you are looking in another direction for help, the Lord will bring that help speedily for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us consider another example. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Let us look at another example in the Bible. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20. This one is a familiar passage that we are that we have so many times we have heard the word of God from this passage. Now, Second Chronicles chapter 20. Let us start reading from verse 1. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Let us start reading from verse 1. After this the Moabites and the Ammonites, and with them some of the Melonites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea. And behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar, that is Engedi. Verse 3. Then Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast all Jude, and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord, before the new court, and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are thou not God in heaven? Does that not rule over all the kingdoms of the nation? In thy hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee. Verse 7. Did thou not, O our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel, and give it forever to descendants of Abraham thy friend? 
and they have dwelt in it, and have built therein a sanctuary for thy name, saying, If evil comes upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house, and before thee, for thy name is in this house, and cry to thee in our affliction, and thou will hear and save. Verse 10. And now, behold, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming to drive us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. Verse 12. O our God, will thou not execute judgment upon them? For we are powerless against this great multitude that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Verse 13. Let's continue reading. Meanwhile, all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jezahil, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Jehiel, son of Mataniah, a Levite, of the sons of Asap, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Hacking all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, Fear not, and be not dismayed all this, at this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Now, this is another situation, another encounter in the Bible that somebody, a great king, became powerless against the enemies that came against him. Three countries rose up, and when they came to tell him, the Bible said he greatly feared. Within him, he knew that vain is the help of man. Help cannot come from any man to save him from these countries that have come to battle against him. And he knew that the only place that he could seek help was from God. So he gathered, he proclaimed a fast throughout all the land that everybody fast. We are calling upon God in repentance. We are calling upon God. God, you are the only one that can save us in this situation. These enemies that are coming against us, they will totally destroy us if you, Lord, did not come. And when we were coming, he reminded God. He said, when our fathers were coming out of the land of uh, bondage, out of Egypt, you are the one, Lord, that said that we should not attack these people. Now they have come to attack us. They cried unto the Lord. And the Lord, through one of his prophets, he sent an answer after they cried and prayed unto God. He said, this battle that you see, you will have no need of fighting in this battle because it is the Lord's battle. And truly, the Lord fought that battle for the children of, of Judah. After that word came, their spirit was lifted. They were lightened. This is where many of us have challenges. God will send his word and say, I have done this for you. Within us, we still continue to doubt and say, ah, can God do it? Can God do it? Do you believe? We will say, ah, we believe. But our actions are contrary to what we say we believe. Instantly, as the word came to Jehoshaphat, that it is the Lord's battle, his spirit was lifted. And he began to see the victory even before it has manifested. If you read that chapter down, when they were going into the war the next day, he put in front choir, men that can sing. He put them in front with their instruments before the army and said, 
you people, you are the one leading us into this battle. We are singing the Lord's praises. We are singing Hosanna to our God. We are glorifying the name of our God. Because he has told us that he has won this battle for us. It's not for us to fight because it is his battle. He so believed like that. Even the people that he put ahead to go and sing, they too, they believed that God has won this battle for us. And they went ahead. They went ahead singing singing, dancing. And before they went, before they got there, the Lord wrought against a, a great victory for them. Let us read from verse 20. Let us read from verse 20 of that same book of Second Chronicle, um, Chronicles chapter 20 that we have read. From verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe in his prophets, and you, will, and you will succeed. Another translation says, and you will prosper. King James translations, actually. And when he has taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy array. As they went before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever. Verse 22. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were routed. 23. For the men of Ammon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them utterly. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. I usually love this verse. Those three countries, when they came, two out of those countries, they now began, to, they faced one of those countries. The Lord sent an ambushment against, against them and they began to fight each other. Two faced one and they destroyed utterly one. Now they now faced each other. I used to, I used to, Love explaining that. As they now began to kill each other, when they get to where they cannot, uh, one may, uh, may be alive, you say, see, I will choke you this sword. You two, you will choke me this sword. At the count of three, they will count it together. One, two, three. And they choke each other to die. That is what the Bible meant, that they helped to destroy one another. Why? Because God rose up and fought for those people. Remember, in the beginning, they cried unto God. When these enemies came, they cried, they fasted, and cried unto God. And God heard them, sent a word to them that, you have no need of fighting in this battle. I have won this battle for you. And they believed. And they began to sing praises unto God in, in, in total faith that God has done what they believed him for. And God rose up for them and totally destroyed all their enemies. He totally, the Bible says, and they helped to destroy one another. As you cry unto God, as you lift up your voice in praises unto him, every of your enemies shall be totally destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now let us look at one more example. Let's look at one more example. Isaiah chapter 37. Isaiah chapter 37 let us see this example in Isaiah chapter 37. It is about another king. It is about another king, King Ezekiah. Isaiah chapter 37. Let us read the first three verses. Isaiah chapter 37. 
Let us read the first three verses. When King Ezekiah heard it, be prior to this time that we are reading now, some enemies came up against him, Senakerub and his army. They came against uh, Ezekiah to totally destroy them. And they were very, very mighty and fearful. Now, let us continue reading. Verse 1, chapter 37 of, of the book of Isaiah. When King Ezekiah heard it, he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. And he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, and Shebna, the secretary, and the senior priests, clothed with sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos. Verse 3. They said to him, Thus says Ezekiah, This day is a day of distress, of rebuke, and of disgrace. Children have come to bed, and there is no strength to bring them forth. Now, Ezekiah described a terrible situation. Thank God that we have mothers here. A woman is in labor and begin to push, and the child does not come. He tried. They say, push, try, push. And the woman is pushing, and the child is not coming. The doctor will be like, ah, this is a big uh, challenge. And they will say, eh, push now. And with each pushing, the woman, the mother, will be getting weaker and weaker. It will not get to a point where you say, no, I can't push anymore. I am tired. That is a very critical time. If help does not come at that particular point in time, that woman may die and the baby too will die. That is exactly the situation that Ezekiah described there. He said, children, the child has come to birth. Verse 3 of that verse, uh, chapter 37. Let's read it. They said to him, Thus says Ezekiah, this day is a day of distress, of rebuke and of disgrace. Children have come to the bed, and there is no strength to bring them forth. That we are doomed. Unless a supernatural help comes, we are doomed. We are totally finished. There's nothing anybody can do for us except you, Lord, rise up and help us. And they cried unto the Lord. And when God answered our prayer, just one angel went out and slew 185,000 of those enemies. Sennacherib himself had to run back to his country. And two of his sons, they killed him in, um, in revenge, according to the word of the Lord. They cried unto God. And God rose up for them. And God destroyed the enemy and gave them respite in the land. My sincere prayer for you is that as you call upon the name of Almighty God, you will see divine help in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, judging from these three uh, examples that we have read, these people, they did not start looking for man to help them. When they look at the peculiarity of the problem that was before them, they look at it and say, see, man cannot help us in this situation. It is only God that can help us. And this is one of the unfortunate aspects of mankind. Whenever we have problem, the next thing we begin to look for is who can I who can I call? Who can I who can I send for to come and help me in this situation? That should not be our first response. That should not be our first reaction in any situation. Your first reaction in any situation should be I will call upon God 
Somebody said, if you have a big problem, look at instead of saying, oh, I have a big problem, look at that problem and say, problem, I have a very big God. When you make the problem to understand that you have a very big God, the problem is as good as gone. But when we have problem, we begin to consider, who will I call to come and help me at this particular point in time? The only person you need to call upon to come and help you is God Almighty. And when you call upon God, He will answer you speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Psalms chapter 121. Psalm 121. Psalm 121. Psalm 121. This is a Psalm of David. Psalm 121. Psalm 121. A Psalm of David. I read. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. He will not let your foot be moved. You can personify that. He will not let my foot be moved. He who keeps me will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps his trail will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade. On my right hand, the sun shall not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep me from all evil. He will keep my life. The Lord will keep my going out and my coming in. From this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Now, when you understand that it is only God that can help you, you now call upon him in faith. He will show up for you and help you. When you look up to him, the psalmist said, I will look up. To God, from whence my help comes, it comes from the Lord. When you look up to God, no matter the situation, no matter the challenge, look at how this coronavirus pandemic is hitting the world. You look up to God and say, God will look up to you. I will not be infected. My family will not be infected. My loved ones will not be infected. As many that are infected shall receive their healing throughout the whole world, the world shall receive deliverance, and you begin to decree the word of God like that. When you begin to decree the word of God like that, you begin to see the divine help of God. You begin to see the divine help of God. You begin to receive divine help of God. When you call upon God, you receive divine help of God. It is only God that can help us. Look at what that king said in that first example that we said. He said, where will the help come from? Even me, myself, I need help. Look at the world situation now. Even in the developed world that they have everything, men are dying like flies. They are dying like flies. Except God arrives and stop the plague. That is only when we can have respite and say, thank God. It will take time for the world to return back to how it was. The economy of the world is going down. Many people are running into debt. Many people are going to lose their jobs. Many jobs are going to, to have pay cuts. Many people are going to lose their means of livelihood. But when you look up to God and say, I shall be exempted. Remember the topic. He said, in times like this, my help. God is your help. In times like this, God is your help. In times like this, God is your help. 
as you call upon the name of Almighty God, He will show up for you speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever be the challenge, whatever be the situation, whatever be the problem, whatever be the, the hindrance barrier that the enemy might have bring or that my, we too might have caused by our own doing, the Lord will arise for us and show us His salvation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm sure you have been blessed by this message the Lord has sent to you. We would love to hear feedback from you. And peradventure, maybe you have prayer points you want us to join hands with you. And pray over. Please send your prayer points across unto us. Our emails, uh, my personal email is priesthoods001. Priesthoods, S behind the hoods, 001 at Gmail. Dot com. You can drop your comments in this podcast comments section. Word Explosion with Pastor Daniel. You can drop your comment there. We'll definitely see it. You can access us through our website www.royalpriesthoods.ng And our email is info at royalpriesthoods.ng Remember, there is S behind that hood. Info at royalpriesthoods.ng God bless you.